Blog Talk Radio. Franchise interviews. From Eastern Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia, you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Welcome to Franchise Interviews, an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship. Listen to interviews with franchisers, franchisees, franchise authors, franchise experts, and attorneys. And now, welcome your host, Marty McDermott, and Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone, and welcome to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 16 years now, we've been asking the franchipreneurs one one I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and we have a great show. We're meeting with franchise coach Scott Milas, and after 35-plus years of experiences, Scott has been a significant contributor in various senior leadership positions. Scott is a team player and recently utilized his experience and development to help build a well-known national fast casual concept. And his tenure in franchising has landed him on leadership panels at several franchise conferences. Scott has also earned his certification as a CFE, Certified Franchise Executive. We're going to talk to Scotty about that in just a moment on Franchise Interviews. Stick around because we have a great show. Are you one of those special people who are willing to go after your dreams and goals? Are you ready to fulfill that dream of owning your own business with the security of a proven brand? The opportunity to take control of your future and own a Rita's Italian Ice franchise is within your reach. Rita's is seeking success-oriented individuals who are ready to make a change in their life, and Rita's offers unparalleled training and support to assure your success. And did you know the frozen treat industry is a recession-proof industry? Now here's the really good part. Rita's Italian Ice is a unique and amazing taste treat. It's smoother than a snow cone, and it combines ice with real fresh fruit. The real fruit adds dramatically to the taste, and it comes in over 40 flavors. The ice and fruit are mixed on site and made fresh daily, and it is delicious. You'll want to know more about this exciting and successful franchise opportunity. Go to www.ownaritas.com and get all your questions answered. That's www.ownaritas.com to take control of your dreams and future today. You don't want to wait any longer to be a part of this adventure. www.ownaritas.com Hi, this is Connie McDermott, Administrative Assistant for Franchise Interviews, LLC, and you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. From Eastern Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia, you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to a very special edition of Franchise Interviews, where for over 16 years now, we've been asking the franchipreneurs who own one. I'm your host, Marty McDermott. I'm the president of Franchise Interviews, and as we were saying earlier, we have a great show today. We're meeting with franchise consultant Scotty Milas, and after 35-plus years of experiences, Scott has been a significant contributor in various senior leadership positions. Scott's a team player and recently utilizes expertise in development to help build a well-known national fast casual concept. Hey, Scotty, how are you? Welcome to the show. 
Hey, Marty, it's great to connect with you again. Uh, it is great to connect. To yeah. We always like to ask, we like to ask our guests, where are you calling from this morning, Scotty? I am in western Massachusetts outside of Springfield in a town called Longmeadow. Oh, it must be great up there this time of year, isn't it? Well, if we can get past the rain, yes. Uh, just <laughs> starting to turn color. Uh, it, it, it's a beautiful part of the uh, it's a beautiful part of the year. Um, yeah, uh, but it the, is. The rain has been uh, torrential, but uh, yep. like anything, it'll pass. <laughs> it will. It'll definitely pass. Yeah. You know, your story is is so interesting, Scotty. You know, because one of the questions I wanted to dive into first is, you know, how you got into entrepreneurship, and then we can kind of segue into how you got involved in franchising. Because it seems like to me, you got started at a very young age, didn't you? Yeah, I did, and then I, you know, and I, and I have to say there was one reason and one reason only uh, that really kind of led me into business uh, ownership, being an entrepreneur, mm-hmm. is that I just did not enjoy school. Uh, I was yeah. just not. Uh, I, I, I just did not like uh, sitting in a classroom. Uh, right. You know. Um, you know, it's just uh, that. That's the only answer I can really give. I yeah. Mean, it's. Uh, Trade school was out because my father and my parents at the time really didn't believe in trade schools. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they were really pushing me to education. Uh, and uh, I just I kind of fought it tooth and nail, and here I am. <laughs> right. And then how, how, how did you get involved in franchising then, Scotty? Like, how did you transition? Like, what was it about the franchise model? Because you're really passionate about franchising, aren't you? I am. Uh, you know, it, 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 there, there's a funny story. Uh, when I came home with uh, all my bags packed uh, my freshman year of college, middle year of college, uh, my uh, <clears throat> father asked me what I was doing. And I said, well, uh, I'm, I'm quitting school and I need to know if I can borrow $20,000 because they, yeah. uh, uh, an Italian family that I had become friends with over the years, their father was my baseball coach, little league coach. Uh, right. There were four brothers. We became very good friends. And my, uh, they owned a pizzeria and wanted to open the second pizzeria. They were asking me to be a partner. And, uh, wow. I won't tell you what my father said or what his response okay. was, but he basically <laughs> said, if you really like this, quote, food thing, um, you know, maybe you should go to the McDonald's School of Management. Um, right. And uh, I kind of, I won't tell you what I said to him because it's yeah. the appropriate <laughs> radio conversation. But um, anyway, that's what that's how I really got into uh, franchising. But the second point of how I really took a deep dive into it is, is that I helped a friend of mine's uh, a friend of mine's uh, son open a pizzeria, local mm-hmm. pizzeria, uh, and uh, was spending some time with them, uh, helping them build the place and uh, you know opening it. And uh, his brother, uh, my friend's brother, was uh, starting a fast casual better burger concept, and would come into the pizzeria and we would chat. And finally, one day, he offered me a position. Uh, started out in the operations side and worked my way up until the development side, and uh, the rest is history being involved in franchising. What do you like most about franchising, Scotty? Well, there are a couple of aspects that really stand out, uh, Marty. Uh, first of all, the industry is small, but it's large mm-hmm. enough yes. where everybody can be successful. So uh, given the right tools, uh, given the right part of being in franchising, there's an opportunity to be successful. That's number one. Number two, right. uh, the people in most cases, uh, at least the people that I have come across, are genuine uh, genuine individuals who care about business, entrepreneurship. So I love the industry. Mm-hmm. I love what it stands for. 
Um, and I think it's a great opportunity for people that want to get into business that mm-hmm. may, may not have all the necessary tools to be an independent yeah. business owner or want to go yeah. down that route. So that's, those are the couple of things. But the industry is a lot of fun. Like I said, it's large enough but small enough. Uh, you know the old saying, you've been around the block, there are no secrets sure. in franchising. So <laughs> right, uh, right. It, it's just a great industry. It really is. <laughs> It, you and I, because I've been on your podcast, Scotty, you know, and, and you and yeah. I were talking last time, you know, one of the things we were discussing is, you know, how franchising doesn't discriminate, you know, so it doesn't matter whether you have a high school diploma or even a doctorate degree. It, it doesn't discriminate. You right. could be equally successful, couldn't you? Yes, you could. And I think that's, you know, one of the, uh, you know, great things, as you mentioned, is that, is one, you don't need industry experience in any particular right. industry to be a successful right. franchisee because, you know, franchisors want to bring you in and be able to train you to be successful. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so uh, there's that opportunity. But you're absolutely right. You know, you don't need a four-year degree or a master's right. or a Ph.D., Right. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, it's, sure. maybe it helps, maybe it doesn't, but yeah. uh, you don't need that to be a successful uh, entrepreneur uh, owning uh, franchises uh, right. or multiple franchises. Sure. Yeah, so absolutely. How did, I'm interested, Scotty, because it makes sense, you know, in looking at your, 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 your long career, you know, for you to become a franchise coach, consultant. Maybe you could tell our listeners what you do and how you do it. Well, you know, it, 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 as I said to you, the, the franchise industry is a large industry. I mean, it is mm-hmm. small in some ways, but it's also a right. large industry. When you really right. put it into perspective, there, there are 4,000 opportunities out there. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I'd like to sit here and tell you that all 4,000 are great opportunities, but <laughs> right. some of them aren't. Um, you know, sure. there are some devils in the business. Um, you have to be careful. So I think the first thing that I do with my clients in helping people is really help them focus on their why. Uh, mm-hmm. Why do you want to do this? Yeah. Uh, you know, waking up in the morning and not liking your job or not liking your boss is really right. not a reason, a valid reason to be. It's part of a reason, but it's right. not the reason on why you want you should be a franchisee, own your own business, uh, an entrepreneur. Right. So figuring out the why, building that business model, understanding their skill sets, what they would be good at, what they wouldn't be good at, uh, and then being able to introduce the opportunities that kind of fit into their profile, that business model, and then making sure that they're asking the right questions to eventually mm-hmm. get to a point of a validated decision and not an emotional decision. Um, because, uh, as you know, and you've been around the block, fear mm-hmm. and anxiety is going to set in. It, it, right. It, right. It rears its ugly head. So we have to we have to weave in and out of fear and anxiety as well. So a validated decision is the most important. Oh, absolutely. I think that's that's well said. Do you do you know early on, Scotty? I mean, when you're meeting with someone for the first time, I mean, can you tell if they're kind of a, a match for franchise? Because franchising, you know, I think I, I mentioned this to you on your last show. Uh, John Hayes once said, you know, franchising is not for most people. You know, and 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 I wasn't sure what he meant by that, and it took me a long time to understand that. Um, do you know early on, like, if someone is going to be a match or for franchising or not? Yeah, there are triggers. I mean, you know, when, when when I start talking to my clients and I start getting questions of more of can I do that or why can't I do that or how do I do this if I don't want to do that um, or, you know, I don't like paying royalties. You know, why do I have to pay royalties? 
Right. Uh, those are some pretty good signals of about right. uh, someone who may not be cut out for owning a franchise versus, you know, questions, what are the royalties for? You know, why am I paying royalties? Or, you know, how successful is it? How successful are they doing it the way they're doing it? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes, there are some triggers. And, again, uh, the key for, and you know this, so the key for owning a franchise is, is being able to follow the process, to delegate right. the the best practices of the system. So if you're not somebody who's comfortable delegating and following a process, yeah, then franchising right. may not be you. I always put it, because I have a lot of food experience, I always tell people if you're the type of person that wants to own a restaurant or uh, you know uh, uh, any type of food concept uh, business, and if you're the type of person who wants to get up in the morning and make your own soup, franchising yeah. is probably not for you. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Agreed. Yeah, good, good analogy, Scotty. Absolutely. And you know, when you're meeting with them, Scotty, I mean, have have you had experiences where I think I was telling you this story last time I was on your podcast where there was two gentlemen, and I think they got into it was a fish window cleaning, and they were really surprised because they didn't see themselves in that type of industry. Have you had that experience when you're meeting with, with some of your, your, your clients where you kind of steer them towards an industry that they may have never even considered? Yes, absolutely. That is part of our process. And I have to yeah. say, and I'm kind of a, you know, I'm kind of a little bit of a numbers nerd on analytics. Um, I mm-hmm. would say that 75 to 80% of the people that I do work with um, end up wow. making a right turn and invest in a franchise or an opportunity wow. a category that they really never thought. And when they start open the window and put themselves in the position of learning and listening to what the business is all about, they realize that their skill sets probably land more towards what I'm showing them and suggesting versus what they, they, what they think. So the right. idea of looking at a franchise is important to be open-minded. Um, sure. You know, uh, it, it, it's, it, 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 it lends to someone being successful. So, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's, uh, you'd be surprised how many people think they know what they want and realize that, no, wait a minute, that, you're right, that's not what I want. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> absolutely. It was funny because last time you and I were talking about, you know, <clears throat> I mentioned, you know, when I asked sometimes, you know, what advice would you give to someone going into franchising? And a lot of times the guests on my show, you know, they, they talk about, Passion. I mentioned to you it's over 50% of the time. And, and, you know, you and I kind of agree that, you know, it, it really has to go beyond passion, doesn't it? You know, I think you and I were talking mm-hmm. about the significance of ego and things like that. And, you know, there's so many, so many variables come into play, don't they? Yeah, they do. I mean, I kind of like to use the saying that if you're really going to step into business uh, and really want to do this is that, you know, your, your, your motto has got to be failure is not an option. Uh, mm-hmm. You really have to put yourself in the position that you, if you concentrate and go through the process, trying to figure out everything that's going to go wrong. I mean, having to right. this strategy is one thing, but if you're sure. going into this figuring out, you know, all the things that are going to happen that are going to make you fail, then you shouldn't go into business. You have to look yeah. at this as being on the positive side. So passion is great. I, 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 I would never, you know, criticize anybody that has passion to want to do mm-hmm. something, but it goes a little bit uh, further. It, it goes a little bit further down the uh, road than just passion. Sure. Yeah. No. Absolutely. What are your thoughts, Scotty, on all these Blind things happening? Numbers. Right. Right. 
Right. What do you think about, you know, all of this stuff going on, like particularly in California, you know, you hear a lot of the, you know, the, the, the challenges that are going on with franchisees in, in California. you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, you know, uh, first of all, I, you know, a big shout out and a high five to the IFA um, yeah. and their team Absolutely. for really getting involved in this. As a member of the IFA, um, you know, it, 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 it's comforting to know that there's an organization that's, uh, you know, out there fighting for, uh, what I call the little guy, you know, uh, mm-hmm. you know, whether you own, uh, you know, whether you own 85 great clip salons or one subway, uh, the IFA is fighting, uh, for what, uh, they believe in and protecting the rights. And I believe, and I, I side with the IFA that, uh, you know, every franchisee, uh, as much as they're part of a franchise system is an independent business owner and they should be treated right. as an independent business owner. And, uh, you know, I know they've come to some, some type of resolutions, uh, they're meeting kind of in between. So, uh, but, uh, unfortunately California is just one of those states that just, right. you know, uh, just doesn't looks at it a little bit differently. So, uh, right. hopefully right. they'll, you know, uh, the, 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 what they've agreed to or what they're looking to do, uh, all works out for everybody. Yeah, I agree. Totally. So what advice Scotty would you give to our listeners in their quest to buy a franchise. We call them aspiring franchipreneurs. We figured out after all these years, you know, a lot of our listeners are really <laughs> new. They're new to franchising. And, and you mentioned the number 4,000, which doesn't seem like a lot, but it is when you have 4,000 different choices to choose from. I think it gets a little bit overwhelming. So, I mean, from everything you've learned up to this point, what advice would you give to our listeners then in their quest to buy a franchise? I imagine one of them, as I, I recommend, is meeting with someone like yourself, like a franchise coach or consultant, because I don't know yeah, how I mean, people yeah, go out alone. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I think a franchise consultant coach is, is great. You know, find somebody you're comfortable with. And yeah. The relationship that I have with my client, trust, mm-hmm. which on the first phone call, that's why the product. And, and, and trust is something you should establish with the brand that you become interested in. Right. I mean, it, it's, it's, and that's why the process takes 90 to 120 days. But my best guidance for someone other than working with a consultant, somebody you're comfortable with and can trust, is give yourself permission to learn. I mean, uh, yeah. go into the process right. wanting to learn, asking a right. lot of questions. If you yeah. go into the process thinking that you know more than the franchisor, Mm-hmm. You're probably not going to go far. Um, yeah. Two, remember yeah. franchises are awarded. Uh, they're you know just yeah. because you may have the financial means uh, doesn't mean that you're going to be awarded a franchise. And uh, you know don't let your ego get in the way. You know it's okay yeah. to just start out with one or two. Yeah. You don't have to buy right. the you don't have to buy every house on the block. <laughs> sure. Yes, it's a great it's, it's a great <laughs> analogy, Scotty. It's and I saw you know because I I listened to your podcast. Um, weekly and i saw you recently had nancy lenard uh, as a franchise attorney yep. on your show and, and i remember when i had nancy on my show i think it was way back when but you know she was talking about you know that there sometimes not always and you probably understand this a little bit better but sometimes there is a little bit negotiation between the franchisee and franchisor maybe you can talk a little bit about that because i imagine the big brands are probably not flexible in terms of negotiation but maybe you have more uh, leverage with the smaller brands uh, not on the fees. Uh, I, I think it, it goes without saying that, you know, franchise getting themselves into some fistfights, uh, you know, yeah. arguments with uh, franchisees as you move forward. Mm-hmm. But there are things that are negotiable, certain things like development schedule, whether it's a uh, brick-and-mortar location or territory. Uh, you know, if you buy multiple territories, 
there is a point where you have to eventually get all of those territories up and running. So there's a development right. schedule. Right. Brick and mortar is tend, uh, tends to be negotiated, especially today. Uh, you know, it, 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 you know, it's hard to find a, a location that lease. Uh, that right. location, that spot. So uh, you yep. want to make sure that you have some time. And most yeah. brands, and, and in most cases, brands work with people development schedule. As long as you're active and putting the effort into help and working with their real estate team to find a location, they have nothing to wor- worry about. But um, you know, you you just the, the idea of going to someone like a Nancy Lenard is to dot your eyes, cross your t's, and understand mm-hmm. what your responsibilities are as a franchise. Right. And what the franchisor's responsibilities are to you. Yeah. Uh, right. You know, um, it's you know, it's it's kind of like a marriage contract. I mean, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Uh, you, oh you yeah. Under, you know, you, you know what your responsibilities are in a marriage, and you know what your spouse's responsibilities are. So, and you work together. So, uh, right. It's important to be able to get along and work things out that you may disagree on. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I hope yeah, that I answers your question. So, uh, but it Nancy's does. Great. She's got a great firm. Uh, and like yeah. is that she works with franchisees only. She doesn't represent that or right. right, right, right. Yeah, and I think she's here in Pennsylvania too, Scotty. Actually, she's, yes, uh, that is correct. Not yep. far from where I am. Yeah, so that's that's fantastic. How did you? How did you? How did you get involved in podcasting, Scotty? Because you have a great podcast, and I mentioned to you, I listen to it every every new well, show. Thank you, you. Have, I appreciate but, that. Yeah, how did you get involved well, I, in podcast? I've always, I, I have always been a uh, kind of that boardroom presentation type of guy. I, I yeah. love being in front of an audience. I love answering questions too. Yeah, I'm actually, uh, another consultant of uh, uh, that I'm friends here um, suggested, hey, you know, you should really look into podcasting. And you know, I started right. being a guest, and I then I said to myself, well, wait a minute. I can do this myself, and I, I yeah. love being a guest. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, oh sure, um, I just kind of. You know, read read a couple of books and uh, you know just uh, started podcasting and I just ran with it and ran it's, with it. Yeah, it's educational too, Scotty, isn't it? I mean, like I find like I learn something every single podcast I do, and no matter how long you know you and I have been doing this, you've been doing it longer than I have, but you you learn something from your guests too, don't you? Yes, you do. Uh, you know, and again, it goes back to what I said before. And any, and whether it's you're, you're looking at investing in a business for the first time, it's the fifth time, it, it's educating yourself. Uh, you know, a right. lot of people. I've, right. I've gotten asked the question, "Well, why do you do podcasts?" Well, yeah. I do. I can educate my audience. Mm-hmm. It's a tool for people to get educated on. Right. Um, it's going to a discovery day or meet the team day. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it, yes, it is to find out information about the brand and meet the team. But you're also hearing questions from other potential franchisees and going, well, right. I never right. thought of that. That's a great question. So, again, yeah. my podcast may make the difference from somebody making the right yep. decision versus the right. Great. Yeah. No, absolutely. And it must be, I imagine, again, because you've been doing this such a long time, but the lives that you have changed because you've been involved in franchising and now you're, you're a franchise coach, I mean, that must be a wonderful feeling for you, the ability to change someone's life through franchising, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, you know, or even, you know, yes, you, the answer to your question, Marty, is yes. It's great mm-hmm. because, you know, six months, a year, two years, staying uh, staying in, down the road, staying in contact with your, you know, your clients and seeing how successful right. they are. But it's also as rewarding for me helping people make that decision that no 
it's not the right time or no, mm -hmm. this isn't for me. Because the last right. thing I want to do is get a phone call from somebody that's invested, you know, whatever it may be, uh, you know, dived into their 401k or took an SBA mm -hmm. loan out and it didn't work out and they made the wrong decisions and they listened to me. You know, they said, Scotty, I wish I had listened to you and not do this. Right, right, <laughs> right, right, so, exactly, you know, exactly. You know, so, oh, uh, so you know, so if I get, so it's, uh, you know, uh, it, 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 it's not an easy decision. It should be a serious right. decision. It should be, yeah. and, and again, that's why it takes a long time to make a decision. But unfortunately, yeah. in franchising, as you know, that you have to get to a decision. There are mm -hmm. no babies. If you're at a maybe, right. you don't. You shouldn't right. do it. <laughs> exactly. You know, and it was it was interesting because what you know, I had so many takeaways when I met with you last time, Scotty. And I think you and I were talking about. You know, there's no. There's no such thing as a perfect franchise either, is there? You know what no. I mean? There's, you can always find something, you know, with, with every franchise system, you know. Um, so there's no such thing as perfection either, is there? Yeah, no, there isn't. Believe yeah. me. So people, yeah. you know, if I, if I get a client and they say to me, well, I'm looking for that perfect franchise, well, what's perfect for you? And most right. people can't even answer it. I mean, they, it's, you know, yeah, well, uh, you know, uh, yeah. it's, uh, you know, it's like buying the perfect lottery. Mean. Yeah, that's true. That's, true. <laughs> that's a great analogy. I like that. So, what you what know, are your plans so, for the future, then, Scotty? I mean, like, where do you see yourself? You know, maybe a year or two years down the road. Well, we've uh, I, I, I I've started some different uh, uh, I, I wouldn't call them divisions, but some different mm -hmm. uh, education uh, opportunities within my business. Uh, we're offering. Uh, we're starting to offer. Um, uh, coaching, uh, coaching to consultants. Uh, yeah. We're also offering uh, some coaching to franchisors, brands, emerging brands, uh, because great. there's you know a lot of a lot of franchisors, especially in the emerging stages, those embryonic emerging stages, mm -hmm. uh, 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 stages don't realize that. It, at least it's my belief, and I think a lot of people agree with me that franchising is a relationship business. Yes. And you have to build relationships. And we were starting to train some uh, um, uh, emerging brands about that relationship, not only with their franchisees, but with people mm -hmm. that are interested in coming into the And uh, so we're doing that. And then we're also starting to uh, help some people develop uh, relationships with um, uh, consultants. You know, how right. do you work with somebody like me? Um, right. You know, you right. just can't call me up and say, I have a great item 19, show my brand. But, mm -hmm. You know, where right. are those relationships? How do you build that relationship? So, uh, right. um, so those are some aspects of uh, some of the different things that I'm doing. But I thoroughly enjoy what I'm doing, helping people research business ownership. Um, yeah. I, uh, the, 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 the testimonials, people reaching back out, thanking me is just oh, yeah. enough. And uh, I will continue to do that. But uh, we're just adding a few extra layers of uh, education to what I do. That's wonderful. What's the best way, Scotty, for our listeners to get more information on your services? Like how, how, can, how can they reach you? Any like websites you'd like to... Plus. Yeah, I mean, yeah, to listen to some of my podcasts, which are all things considered franchising.com, uh, you okay. can visit my website, scottmilesfranchisecoach.com, connect with me on LinkedIn, send me okay. a message, uh, a That's general great. question. You, yeah. uh, you know, again, and, and as you know, uh, Marty, my services are absolutely at no cost to the client. Yeah. So if I can help out That's in any cool. way, there's no obligations. But uh, again, just put yourself in a position to want to educate yourself and want yeah. to learn. Get, 
That's great. Well, this has been wonderful, Scotty, for me to finally get the chance to, to interview you. And, you know, I'd like to let's stay in touch, you know, and, and, and keep talking to each other because I always learn something every time I talk to you. Ah, it's always great. Thanks so much, Scotty. Thanks so much, Scotty. And we'll be right back with more franchise interviews. Coming up in our next segment, we'll be playing a clip from our Great Quotes and Franchising podcast right here on Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews, an up-close, behind-the-scenes look at franchising and entrepreneurship. Through our website, FranchiseInterviews.com, where you can hear and read interviews as well as get tips from some of the most successful sources in franchising. And our weekly franchise radio show, where each week you get to hear a new interview with franchisors, franchisees, franchise authors, experts, and attorneys. And don't forget to listen to our podcast, Great Quotes in Franchising. For more information, go to FranchiseInterviews.com or call us at 610-905-2919. That's 610-905-2919. Hi, everyone. This is Marty McDermott from Franchise Interviews, and welcome to another edition of Great Quotes in Franchising. Each podcast you get to hear, a great quote in franchising. You know, Don and I have been hosting Franchise Interviews now almost during that time. We've had some incredible quotes on our show. Today you're going to get to hear from franchise attorney Nancy Lennard. And I should emphasize the word franchise attorney. Picture this. Your cousin Joe just graduates from law school and um, uh, he specialized in corporate law or civil law. And you say, you know what? I'm, I'm going to buy a franchise, and I'm going to use my cousin Joe as, as my franchise attorney. Well, believe it or not, it happens all the time, and not a good idea. One of the things that Don and I, if you've listened to our show starting from four years ago to current moment, um, you'll see one of the main themes of the show is that we emphasize to get a franchise attorney. Very, very important. Nancy is is very, very knowledgeable. We've had her on the show two times up to this point, and she always offers us some great advice. Today, she's going to be talking a little bit about leasing, and of course, she's going to emphasize the importance of hiring a franchise attorney, and um, here we go with another edition of Great Quotes in Franchising with Nancy Lennart. Enjoy. And, and not just any attorney, a franchise attorney, because another type of attorney isn't going to understand that the, that what types of changes can and can't be made. These, this is a very unique type of document. It isn't like a lease, for example, right. which is a heavily negotiable document. Um, we negotiate practically every sentence in a, in a lease when we get it. But a franchise agreement is very different. A material change to the franchise agreement can mean that they have to change their disclosure documents. So we know what what can and can't be negotiated, what is a critical change, what is a critical thing to change, right? and what, will, what is necessary to protect our clients. Right. It's such a big investment in a franchise. Why not make the additional investment to have total peace of mind? Just make sure everything you're doing is correct. Yeah, and, it, and it, if, you're, you know, if the franchisee is taking an SBA loan or some other type of financing, just include those fees. That's why we do it at a flat fee so that people can anticipate what their costs are going to be up front right. and just include that in the financing that they're, that they're going to be getting. Right. Good. So uh, I guess changing gears a little bit, Nancy, let's talk about um, 
uh, I guess, also your specialty in reviewing a lease. What are some legal concerns for franchisees and leasing commercial uh, Those are huge because, as I just said, the leases are extraordinarily negotiable documents, and everything in, the, in a lease is basically um, negotiable and negotiated. Um, we, Because we do so many leases, and last year we did probably over 100 retail uh, shopping center and mall leases yeah. because we have certain franchise systems that we work with and we are the recommended and authorized law firm for handling um, the leases for their franchisees. Yeah. Um, so we just do it. Plus we do it as obviously um, part of our, re- our relationship with our franchisee clients as well and then any other clients that come to us uh, that need a lease reviewed. So we do so many. There, everything is, is, uh, is up for grabs. I mean, one of the things that, for example, um, in any retail situation, you're going to be paying a franchisee or a tenant is going to be paying um, common area maintenance charges, known as CAM charges, in addition to their basic rent. Um, and CAM charges are... Uh, to cover the areas that are, as the term sounds like, common area. So um, parking lot expenses, roof expenses, um, the common area bathrooms and hallways or walkways if it's outside, um, and the lighting, electricity, the maintenance um, to maintain, to repair, to replace, any of those kinds of items. Well, we have an exhibit that we attach to every lease that we negotiate or that we review and send on to the landlord to negotiate, we attach an exhibit of 28 items that we want excluded from including in those pass-through charges to the tenant. So these charges are passed through on a prorated basis to the tenant based on the square footage percentage that that tenant has in the shopping center or mall. Um, and. Uh, how that what is included in those common area maintenance charges can vary. And so we say that things such as um, legal fees relating to leasing the center should not be passed through to, to the tenant, our client. Um, expenditures that are of a capital nature should not be passed through. Repairs that are caused by the landlord or by another tenant in the shopping center should not be passed through. That's just a couple examples of 28 items that we have in a list that we negotiate on our client's behalf um, to be excluded from including. And so that can save, um, you know, on on a tenant's bottom line every single month. Um, And when you're starting a business, your overhead is is so crucial. So, And this is, you know, a major expense, of course, so just not what the monthly... Uh, you know, rent or lease is going to be, but yeah, all those additional things can all add up in a hurry. So, no question. Um, and even things such as um, uh, what are included in taxes. <laughs> you know, that the rent rental income should not be part of the taxes that are passed through to to the tenant, because most leases are what's known as triple net leases, which means that all expenses of the landlord are basically passed through. But we are very careful on what kinds of things should not be passed through. From a practical end, defining what the landlord's responsible for repairing and maintaining and what the tenant's responsible for um, needs to be very clearly spelled out in the lease and often is not. Um, The landlord should be responsible for structural repairs, but even what is defined as structural is, is critical to clarify. For example, if you have um, pipes 
that come from another space into your space, is that your responsibility or the landlord's responsibility? Who shares in that if there's a problem with that? So if it says that plumbing on the the interior is your responsibility, what happens to those pipes? Um, So those have to be addressed. Um, Tenant is typically responsible for interior repairs and maintenance, for the plate glass, for non-structural repairs, and for the heating, ventilation, and air conditioning system. If you'd like to hear that whole interview with Nancy Lenard, all you have to do is go to FranchiseInterviews.com and go to our Franchises by Category page and go to our Franchise Services section, and then you can hear that whole interview. In fact, we had Nancy on our show uh, twice in the history of hosting FranchiseInterviews.com. And lastly, we'd just like to thank everyone for making this podcast uh, such a big success. Uh, this particular podcast that you're listening to with Nancy, this is our second most uh, listened to podcast on our Great Quotes and Franchising podcast. So. Uh, Thanks, everyone, and we'll see you again soon with another edition of Great Quotes in Franchising from Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews. From Easton, Pennsylvania to Sydney, Australia, you're listening to Franchise Interviews. Franchise Interviews.